It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this December show. And what I'm going to be talking about today <clears throat> is during the holiday season, we have holiday parties, right? And what we also have is we have for, and, and this, you should see my computer screen right now. There are like a gazillion open windows because I just, I've been trolling around finding what are the things that people are doing, you know. I first went, okay, sex with the ex over the holidays, because many people, they, they do that when they go back at a, um, for a reunion. And many times when you go back for the holidays, you do go back to, hey, I'm in the world where this was occurring, and it's easy to have yourself slip back into it. But the thing that started me looking at things today was an article, <clears throat> excuse me, stating that, and this was conducted by a company called Ann Summers, and they happen to be based in the U.K., and interestingly enough, they represent themselves as being a very female-focused by their initial window presentation. I don't know if it's changed at this point, but I remember going in with a friend of mine, and they had women dressed in lingerie and, you know, the sheer things, and then once you got inside the door, the majority of the product that was there was all based for men or gay men or gay men, you know, focused. It wasn't really about products that were great for women. And then off to the side, and this is when people were still renting videos, these guys were coming in and renting videos, you know, from a counter over on the side, and I'm like, this is not exactly female-friendly. You give that representation, but it's not. Anyway, Ann Summers did a survey, and they found out that 39% of people admit that they had sex at an office Christmas party. Now, that does not surprise me that people do this. I mean, because people do stuff like this all the time. What did, um, what did surprise me is the, the numbers across the board, but on second thought, to say that I was surprised that the senior management, 65% of senior management admits to doing this, that doesn't surprise me at all because they're already in a power position when it comes to being in the office, right? So the other thing I looked at, which I thought was a riot, is how many of these people are what the different um, industries are that they're in. And, for, and the biggest group that states 
that they are having, you know, their uh, sex with a, an office coworker are people in IT and legal. And that doesn't surprise me because when people are in, particularly in legal, they never see anybody outside of the people who are in their office. But interestingly enough, only 25% of junior staff said that they had hooked up. I guess they feel that, you know, they have, uh, you know, a few other things to, uh, that, that are at risk and the senior management does not. Now, here's the fun part. Here's where they actually, uh, now whether or not they say, is sex a kiss or is it intercourse or is it, you know, making out, what, what is it? But 50%, 25% of the people had their holiday sex at the office Christmas, you know, hookup in the car park, so in the parking garage, which makes sense because people can walk themselves to a car and then, you know, things can get a little steamy in the back. The next place is that they would do it in the boardroom. Not exactly the most secure, but, you know, who knows? Lights could be off. You could be behind the desk. The next was the storage cupboard. Okay, obviously people are going to have to be in standing position. I do know of other people that did the same thing at a country club that I belonged to. And I said, well, where the heck did you do it? Because I knew there's like this huge staircase going up. And they said, before you went, you know, there's a hallway going down to where the golf pro shop is and the ladies' locker room, men's locker room, right there. There's a storage locker room. I'm like, oh, my God, weren't you surrounded by buckets and pails and, you know, brooms? And they said, yeah, but they said we just, we were just too, you know, hot for one another and just couldn't control ourselves. Now, here's the one that, so 18% did things in a storage cupboard. 16% did things on the boss's desk. Now, is that a, an FU or what? <laughs> that is, I mean, that takes having sex in your parents' bed to another level altogether because your parents aren't paying you. But then the other, and then 15% admitted to doing it on their own desk. Now, I, you know, when I look at this, I go, okay, so the amygdala, you know, the, the fear factor, the control center of your brain of the amygdala gets shut down because people are drinking, and that's what it does. The one thing that's nice about the amygdala relative to its shutdown relative to alcohol is that mm, when you get sober, you might go, mm, okay, um, maybe, that, maybe I won't do that again. But also think about this. It's no wonder that people do have, you know, connect up with someone that they work with. They spend more time with the people that they work with than with their partners. So they're spending eight, nine, ten, however many hours a day around these people, and they're not spending that much time at home or with their partners. So that's one of the reasons why I say to people, look, make sure you're paying attention to your partner because... Someone or something else will, and that something else could be a sport, it could be another interest, or, again, it could be another person. So um, here's another thing I looked at is the holidays do throw us together, you know, similar to the way that a wedding does, and should you or should you not connect up with your ex and connect with them or have, connect with them and have sex? I think I'm going to leave that answer to any of you who wish to do it and your own good judgment. One of the things that we have been finding, I'm, I'm, one of the areas that I'm looking at right now 
relative to sexual health is nutrition and sexual health. Because we know that sexual health is, like, it's it's one of the most important parts of our general health. And nutrition is 25%, if not more, of how our general body health is supported. And one of the things that we're seeing is that we have a generation coming forward who have not had the amygdala, which is the fear factor, the brain center, that has you put the brakes on and go, oh, I don't think so. No, no, not going to do that. That area hasn't been well developed as a result of nutritional and as a result of other impacts of things being put on their bodies or in their bodies. So that means what that means is that we have people who do not know how to put on the brakes and they don't know when they put themselves at risk. And I see it in the area of sexuality. So anyways, that's something I'm going to be talking about in a uh, later show, perhaps next week, because this week I'm also going to be talking about what, uh, you know, holidays do bring us together. People are shopping and looking for gifts. And I'm not going to wait until next week to tell you about some gift ideas, because if that's the case, you're too late. (laughs) You need to be getting things done a little earlier. So I'm going to be talking about the, um, some of the toys that people have mentioned that they like. And honestly, when I looked at a couple of these articles, I know these people don't know toys. I know that they haven't been around them. They haven't seen what was the design or the ideas behind them. So I'm going to walk you through that after when we come back for the next section. But the other thing I think people need to look at is what are our ideas of, you know, romance and connection. Do we get our ideas from romance comedies, from rom-coms? Is that what we look at? Is it, you know, Notting Hill? Is it, you know, love actually? Is it the notebook? What are, because we are very much programmed by what we see and what downloads an emotional pathway for us. So I happened to be listening to Jack Canfield yesterday, And he was talking about that before he goes to sleep at night, what he does, and this is so that he programs his subconscious so that when he is sleeping, his brain is working. So it's like, you know, getting a return on something while you're sleeping. That's kind of like what royalties are. And what he said is that he thinks about what, how how his day has gone. And he gives himself, and this can be something you can start as a holiday practice for yourself. He, he acknowledges two or three things that he has done throughout the day that he's proud of or that he's pleased that he accomplished. And the reason he does that is because that then tells him, you've done a good job. We spend a lot of time listening to People tell us that we've done things wrong or our own critical self. And the worst thing you can do before you go to bed at night is watch the evening news. There's nothing new in there. It's always about someone dying or being murdered or this heinous act being committed or this happening or that happening, and it's all the fear. That really, that does not serve you. All that does is keep you, and you shouldn't be surprised if you have nightmares. But the other thing he does is he tells himself, I love you. And he looks in the mirror. He does what he calls a mirror exercise. And I thought, you know what? That is a lovely idea. Because I will tell you, if you are in a relationship or if you want to be in a relationship, one of the best things you can be and do for yourself is love 
you. If you have a black hole inside of you that says, I need someone, that is so unattractive. Unless you want someone who feels, oh, my God, I'm a therapist, I'm going to save you. Then the two of you can happily walk off into the sunset. But for the majority of people, they really want to be with someone who feels good about themselves. They don't want to have to, they don't want to, have to be someone's therapist. So when we come back, um, and, again, any questions you have, send it to Office of the Pageant, and we're going to talk about sex toys when I come back. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Welcome to Toginet, cutting-edge radio. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Uh, one of the other talking about um, sex toys in this, in this particular section. So <clears throat> what I did is I went online and I just, oh, by the way, just to go back to the romantic comedies, sometimes... You know, the lessons that we get from them in the notebook, what does, you know, what does the um, Rachel McAdams' character learn from her mother is that you marry so that you can get security because her love of her life was the hunky blue-collar worker, and she still carries a torch for that guy. Yet, you know, she's not, you know, she said, I'm going to choose this and I'm going to go with, you know, who's going to, you know, be a better provider for me. So one of the other things you can look at is, and we're starting to get them now for the majority of us, the Christmas letters from people telling us about their lives and what's happening. And sometimes you can be cryptic and sometimes you can be really straightforward about what's going on. And one thing I did is I wrote in and I went, okay, hook up over the holidays. 
and up came a website called Hookup Holidays. Sure enough. Well, it isn't exactly just hookup, but what it is 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 for people who want to travel or who, you know, partner for the holiday or join a group of people who are traveling somewhere because you just don't want to go alone. And the site's free. All you have to do is register and post where you're going and what you're looking for. So they show four different pictures here. They show encounters, which, of course, is someone encountering, you know, a partner to be sexual with. Then there's clubbing, all kinds of clubbing. Then there's friendship. You're looking for a friend to travel with. And then there's group holidays, so a group of people who might all go together. So the hookup on the holidays isn't necessarily just all sexual. That's nice to know, isn't it? The other thing, when I looked up, I found a site that says they, they claim that they're going to give you the best casual gifts for your, the hookup in your life, okay? So here are some of the things that they said they thought would be great. Now, this is in women's health, so obviously they're trying to say that the majority of these things are for um, straights and they would be for uh, a woman giving it to a man. Now, here's the first one. It's called position of the day, expert position of the day. Now, my question with casual gifts for the casual hookup in your life, most men are really, really careful about what they do, talking, you know, whether straight or gay, what is the message of that gift sending? So, obviously, position of the day, this is from nerve. So, obviously, you're just saying there's more things that I'd like to do and um, this should be fun. What do you think? The other is a practical gift, the clip-on, tag-along, you know, solar smartphone charger. Then we have some nice little sunglasses. None of these are very expensive. And, you know, talking about you can, this is, will conceal the damage during his stride of pride in the morning. So, you know, as he meanders on home, should he decide to stay. Then there's a candle, a scented candle. And, you know, it just depends. You know, some people like them, some don't. You look good. It's a bath mat. Then there's a, uh, I think it's the Congress, Declaration of Independence on a Glass. And, okay, so the glass. Then there's something that's like a cum rag. And this is something that is supposed to uh, it's that give, him, give his swimmers a place to stay that's not on your sheets or hair or any mysterious place. He'll take the hint. And I actually knew a woman who she would have what she called coitus cloths and put them in beside her bed so that when she and her husband had sex, she didn't have to go scrambling around to get something. She could just use that and, you know, put it discreetly to the side and take care of it in the morning. There's another uh, thing. It's called Uber Lube Travel Pack. And I have to tell you, this is one of the best new silicone lubricants that I've seen come onto the market. And it does have a very nice travel pack. Here's the other thing that's great about it. You can use this product on your hair if your hair gets frizzy. You can use it if you have any chafing for sports. If you are putting on any um, rubber clothing, anything like a, a, a tight neoprene or something, it makes it easy to go on. So it isn't just for using you know, sexually. Now, I always tell people be careful if you're going to be using something like this. If you're using it on the outside, fine. But I am always, I kind of like to err on the side of 
not putting um, silicone lubricant internally. Then we have, this is Jimmy Jane, and Jimmy Jane is one of the more creative, smaller companies that, it's not small now, it's been bought out, but they have what they call their um, natural massage oil candle. And it has, it has a fig smell, it has, you know, it, it is lovely. And they, it is, it's, it's like a, and it's got a soy base, so it's got a much lower melting, so it's not going to be burning hot like a paraffin candle. Yikes, that hurts. Then we have <clears throat> the uh, 36 sex positions every couple must try. And, but the important thing is, is if you are deciding to buy a gift for a hookup, make sure you give the right message, okay? Because it may be that, you, you know, this is more casual to him or to her than it is for you, okay? Now, uh, when I looked at sexy gifts, I thought, you know, there's, there's times when people will give you something and on occasion you go, you have got to be kidding me. And for many women, they have already received lingerie that they just simply don't wear. First off, it's scratchy. It's like gift wrap that you just want to get off. They are often very cheaply made. Some of them that aren't, then that's, you know, hey, that's, that's good lingerie that you can then wear under your clothes and make yourself feel special. Many women do that. They may be in the most conservative outfit, but they have something on that is just so hot underneath, and it's for them. Remember I talked about loving yourself and being kind to yourself? So the lingerie, rather than an actual piece of lingerie, why don't you get someone a gift card for that amount, and then the two of you can go shopping together. I remember doing this um, at the time my twin sister was dating someone, and they wanted her to, <laughs> they wanted to get her lingerie. So they took me shopping <laughs> to see what would fit and what would feel right for me because, ergo, it's going to feel right for her. So she did say to him, you know, how did you decide what to buy? And he said, well, I took your twin sister. She was like, what? <laughs> so that here, you know, ergo, a very, a very insightful example of how to be creative when you're doing your shopping. One of the things, if you're, if I'm going to go through this in a moment, for many women who are really super busy, one of the sexiest gifts you can give them is something that gives them time for themselves, whether it is a spa, whether it is a massage, whether it is a haircut, whether it is gift certificates for babysitters, anything that gives them time to be able to focus in on themselves. Because the big thing that happens for most women is that they spend so much time doing everything for everyone else, they don't really ever have the time to take care of themselves. And honestly, right now, one of my closest friends is dealing with a serious health issue that is whether it is walking pneumonia, whether it is they're saying it's bronchitis, but literally she can't breathe at night. She feels like she's drowning. And this is a woman who has had so much stress in the last six months slash year slash year and a half with both of her parents being sick, her father just died, her two sisters are spinning freaking out of control, 
and everyone's expecting her to be the one who takes care of everything. Well, she's literally to the point of she has had so much emotional turmoil that she's now really sick. So being able to give someone a gift that gives them time, because we all only get 24 hours a day, and having someone who can acknowledge that, oh, yeah, that would be awesome, I'm going to you know, send her away to that. The other thing is whether it is you know, something you would like to do together, because many times couples don't end up being a, you know, able to spend as much time together. And I know of couples who give one another you know, movie things, and they, then their thing is that they think about which movie they're going to be going to over the next two weeks, which leads to the conversations where you're not sitting in front of the TV or in front of another screen. Because the moment you're putting your attention on a TV screen or a computer screen, you're not putting your attention on your partner unless they're sitting there in front of you in FaceTime, right? So I'm going to start going through some of these. This is woman's health idea of nightstand friendly for a newbie, the um, sex toys. So uh, the first one they're going to start with is it's called the cupcake. And what it is is it looks like a cupcake, but what you do is you push the button on the top, and then lo and behold, ta-da, you have a vibrator. The best thing about it, doesn't look at all like a vibe. Now, if you want to go online and look for it, it's called the cupcake, 52. The other thing you can look for is a thing called bijou indiscret, and that's B-I-J-O-U-X, so that's toy, indiscret, indiscret, and that's French, I-N-D-E-S-C-R-E-T-S. And this thing looks like a great, it's called 21, and it is a great big golden diamond. It's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And what you, it's got 10 speeds, how many speeds, 8 speeds? It's completely, completely, you have no idea what you're looking at. So that's what I like about some, and for many people, they don't want anyone to know. There's another company called um, Crave, and they develop vibes where you have no idea what you're looking at. This one looks like a lipstick. It's called Wink. They also have things that get worn on necklaces. Great, great ideas. Here is a nightstand-friendly one, and Trojan has a whole line of vibrating uh, toys that they brought out. They're not my favorite, uh, mainly because of my opinion of the, the working ethics of Trojan, Church and White, uh, Church and Dwight. I just don't think they are, um, to me, they're not like an above-board type company. And here's the last one I'm going to talk about. This is, oops, you know what, we're going to have to take a break, and I will be back afterwards talking about more newbie vibe and sex toys that you can get for yourself or for a friend. You know those friends. This is sex.
Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Everybody, everybody. You know there are over 50,000 shopping malls in the United States alone. Ever wonder why shopping malls don't carpet their hallways? Mall owners have figured out that women will snap up more merchandise if they hear their heels clicking on a hard, polished surface. Not sure if there's any real science to back that up. What's a word for a person who is a compulsive shopper? An oniomaniac. Malls don't offer too many places to sit down because when you're sitting, you're not spending money or coopity coop. The average mall goer shops for about 80 minutes and spends roughly $75 each visit. My husband turns into a grumbler or a quaddler when I drag him to the mall. He warned me if I don't quit shopping so much, he would leave me. Lord, I'm going to miss that man. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, holiday gift givers. So I'm back again with more discussions about sex toys. So this one that I'm going to tell you about is from a company called the Screaming O Studio Collection. And Screaming O basically came onto the market in a huge way with uh, tiny vibrating cock rings. Very inexpensive, easy to understand, very stretchy. You know, you really couldn't hurt yourself. But the best thing about them is they worked. And the reason they worked is that if the woman is on top or the partner, whatever partner is on top, they are the person who's in charge of, you know, the motion of what's going on. And for women, clitorally, having that cock ring where it was, basically what it does is it doesn't really do so much of a cock ring thing for men, although it does sort of, because cock rings work that with each wave of stimulation, there's the engorgement of blood into the three chambers of the penis. So the cock ring works to stop the passive flow of blood going back out as quickly. 
So, yes, they will get a little firmer, but really the whole idea behind the Screaming O is it keeps a very strong bullet vibe in exactly the position she will want so she can, you know, position her clitoris to get maximum stimulation. That way, both partners are, you know, having an enjoyable time. So that's a little background on the Screaming O. So what they do whenever, you know, I've seen them at the adult novelty shows, they tend to be really creative when it comes to lines that they're introducing. And one of them, this is from a while ago, but it's called the Screaming O Studio Collection Makeup Brush, TV Vibe. So what it is is literally a vibe made to look like a makeup brush. But the end isn't a brush. It, it's like it's got sort of like little nubbies on the end. They're very flexible, um, and it's 33 to $45. Great product. If you go online and look for Screaming O, you're going to see that they've got a range of things. Now, the big thing you have to be aware of when you're looking at things online for sex toys or products that are, that, are, that are listed, they may no longer be available because manufacturers will only keep X number of SKUs, you know, sales keeping unit numbers. They'll only keep X number of SKUs and they'll only keep X amount of product in stock or manufactured. So if things aren't selling, poof, they're gone. Even if, you know, someone, it may have been someone's most absolute, absolute favorite. I've had things for years that people really enjoyed, and then as a result of a change in the manufacturing or as a result of change for, to go completely phthalate-free, these products got phased out. And the phthalates being taken out of sex toys came as a result of mothers who said, my God, I'm taking phthalates, which are carcinogenic, uh, they're the plasticized, plastic softener, and that's the thing that makes dolls t smell like new dolls and cars, the interior of cars smell like new cars. It's because they're off-gassing, so they're giving off these phthalates. But women said, listen, I I I'm having a phthalate-free bottle, nipple for my baby. Why would I want to put this inside of myself or on me? So that's why those things got shifted up. Here's another one. This is called... Uh, Lifestyles Amuse, his and her pleasure massagers. And you literally can go in and buy these little finger vibes uh, right when you go and buy condoms. Isn't that nice? So there's one that's got a little more of a little finger to it. There's the one that's more of a, uh, a vibrating ring. It's, again, another more of a um, cock ring style, and they're hyper-stretchy. But... The thing that I like about this is funny, and, you know, these are even being sold at Target, at Target, okay? So, you know, you know that companies are looking at something as, oh, my God, that is a, you know, that's a sales-keeping unit that is making us money because it's moving. That's why. Now, Durex has a product called the Allure Intimate Massager. So, notice how they don't call it anything to do with sex. That way, they're not going to get caught by Google saying that they are connected to the porn industry. So it's showing that it's supposed to be an internal vibrator. Now, here's the thing that people have to understand about vibrators. The majority of vibrators initially were in the shape, they were in a phallic shape like a penis because guess who was designing and making vibrators? You're right, men, correct. <laughs> and guess what they thought was going to be the most pleasing and enjoyable thing for a partner to receive inside of themselves. 
brilliant. You're absolutely brilliant. That's exactly right, which is absolutely wrong. Because for the majority of women, the most stimulation that they get, and here's the other thing, those initial vibrators, all of the vibration tended to be where the motor was, which was way at the end. It wasn't, you know, at the top where it should have been. So what was happening is they were designed poorly. They were designed in a shape with a the bias being, oh, well, of course, if it's penis-shaped, it's going to be the most enjoyable. Next. So... This person, I know this person does not know what they're talking about when they write internal vibrator that's perfect for beginners. Uh-uh. The thing that is going, the majority of these phallic-shaped vibrators are still used externally. Here's a tip on how to use them if you want to, you know, turn them on. And this, you know, they've got dials and little things. So now you have a range of things. You've got a range of different, you know, uh, vib- vibratory patterns and strengths. So what you can do is put it on top of a pillow and see how it feels for you. You can literally ride the vibrator on the pillow. And that gives you better way of knowing what, you know, that what a partner you might like to try and do with a partner. And so but these are, you know, the one thing I like about this is it's not overly expensive. This is something that's being shown. You could buy it on drugstore.com. Then here's another one. It's called Adam and Eve Silicone Diamond. G-spot vibrator. Now, the reason it's called diamond is because they've got, you know, like Swarovski crystals or little crystals right around the base. And if you've ever seen a vibe, some of them just turn on by turning, you know, the base and there's... Well, this one might be a, you know, it's got a G-spot form to it. But how the G-spot really works is by pressure any G-spot stimulation, because the G-spot is not in the vaginal vault, it's above it. So the pressure on the G-spot area, and here's the thing, women and men both have two sets of sexual nerves. So there is the pudendal nerve system, which is the one that enervates the clitoris, the inner labia, outer labia, down to you know, the uh, introitus, the entry into the vagina. Then there is the pelvic hypogastric, hypo meaning below gastric stomach, pelvic area below the stomach. And that's the nerve system that innervates or powers the G-spot area or that upper vaginal vault area. So if you are, and for some women, G-spot stimulation is a woo-hoo. And for other women, it's like, oh, my God, put me in a cold bath. I don't care. This is not doing a damn thing for me. And... But what also will happen is sometimes when you're using a G-spot stimulator, if someone is not used to that sensation, so stroking along the front vaginal wall, so the belly button side, they may feel like they have to go to the bathroom. And that makes sense because that's right along the line of the bladders there and where the urethra is. So what you want to do is practice using this yourself, and then it can be used by a partner, you know, with either doing a thumb or mouth for clitoral stimulation, and then uh, this vibrator. But again, it's pressure, not so much vibration that's really going to be doing the thing for a lot of women with the G-spot. So, but again, they're charging $40 for this, and they're saying it's available at Adam and Eve, and they're saying you can use it together, sure, if you wish to. And so when you're looking at... Um, other products, I saw some that they were talking about, uh, the, uh, they call them 
you've got to be kidding. And when I looked at this, I was, no, there's nothing wrong with these things. You just don't know what you're talking about. Here we go. It's called the nine most WTF toys. And again, this is a woman's health, you know, mag.com. And this is from a woman by the name of Anna Borges. And now, I'll give you the story behind how these toys got developed and why they work. Okay, so the first one is called a, and, and I have to admit, you know, some of these are definitely not safe for at work, but it's called the vajangle. And what it, now, it is literally a molding of a woman's labia. It's not a vagina, by the way, people. Unless you have a speculum and you're looking inside of the vulva, you are looking at the vulva. You're looking at the outer labia, the inner labia, but until you get inside, you're not inside the vagina. Sorry, I just, I have to be, you know, a person who is a stickler for detail about geography lessons. So what it is, some of you may have heard of a thing called the fleshlight. And the fleshlight was huge about 10 years ago, uh, 10, 15 years ago when it came onto the market. And what it was was a, a masturbating sleeve for men that was one of the first that actually did feel very much like flesh. And it was in the shape of, ta-da, a flashlight, henceforth, flashlight. And, but what they do is, this is for someone who apparently has a foot fetish. Now, remember, a fetish is something that turns you on. So if you say you have a foot fetish, that means it's the foot that turns you on, not the person who's attached to the foot. You don't really care about the foot. If you say you have a shoe fetish, that means it's the shoe that turns you on, not the person wearing it. Leather is the leather, not the person wearing it. So this literally is a foot, a shape of a foot, so someone would be holding this and using, and using it as a masturbatory sleeve, and that is in, you know, like the angle of where the, the ankle would come up. So, you know, it's something that, you know, depending on, you know, I always say if no one's getting hurt and consent has been done and you're fine with it, go for it. So when we come back, I'm going to go for the next eight WTF sex toys ever. Please stay with me. I'll be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. 
Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. know about you, but I love peanut butter. Peanut butter was the pate of my childhood. Whenever I was grubstruck and needed to eat on the scattery or in a hurry, there was nothing better than a peanut butter sandwich. Grubstruck is another word for exhausted from hunger. November is National Peanut Butter Month, and it's no wonder we celebrate as Americans consume enough peanut butter in a year to create over 10 billion peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Any product labeled peanut butter in the U.S. must contain no less than 90% peanuts. And it takes about 550 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Iraqi beautyophobia. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Just before the break, I was talking about there's an article in uh, Women's Health, and when I was looking at it there, they're calling it the nine most WTF sex toys ever. And when I'm looking at this, I'm going, this person doesn't know their toys. They're just looking at toys as most people would, without realizing what's actually behind the designing of it. Now, the, the, the first one that they had spoken of was called the, the Jankle. So that is for people who are interested in the masturbatory toy for someone who really likes feet. And there you go. Uh, now we have some monstrous helicopters flying over, probably military, most likely. Uh, so if I start shaking here for a moment, do bear with me. Uh, the next one is called the Silver Butt Plug. Now, this is designed by Bettany Vernon, and it is a very luxury product. It is It retails at 3475 so it's not exactly uh, inexpensive. But what it's designed for, this must be in a sterling silver, and what it has is actual horse main tail. So it is a butt plug for people who like to do who, you know, high-end animal play. They want to, you know, wear the butt plug and pretend they're the horse. And I've seen, you know, people who enjoy this, and I know people who do, they enjoy doing, you know, being the animal in their fantasies. So this is for someone who this is referred to as uh, it has real real horse mane, according to the richest, is what it's called. So a silver butt plug. Now, one of the things, please be aware of, is that for, for both sexes, 
And I'm talking about this from an anatomical standpoint, not from a desire or an orientation standpoint. But both female and male bodies, during orgasm, the anal sphincter contracts at the same time, which for men would be the contractions of the urethra, for women the contractions of the urethra and the vagina. They all contract at the same time. So for some people, the use of a toy like the uh, butt plug is highly pleasurable because, now imagine, just take your hand and close your hand tightly, okay? You close your hand. It's like, okay, tight. Now, go and grab something and tighten it around it. You really have a sensation of more that you can contract against. That's the idea behind butt plugs is it gives a filling sensation and it also gives you something for the muscles to contract, um, that whole area to contract against. And that's the PC muscle, the pubococcygeous muscle. Now, <laughs> here's this thing. It's called the cone vibrator. And literally, it looks like a great big, huge pink cone, and it has uh, two buttons on the front. And she says, so this thing apparently gets the job done, but does anyone else think it would be like sitting on a traffic cone? Here's the thing you have to be aware of. There is so that the actual size of a woman's clitoris is so much bigger than most people realize. So when this is on and the vibration is coming up, it is actually putting vibration to the entire area of the clitoris, not just the clitoral um, hood, not, not just like not just to the clitoral gland, which is you know one of the most sensitive. But what this will do is it gives it's the same reason why people really like the um, Hitachi Magic Wand that's got the sort of baseball, soft baseball uh, size head, because it covers almost the entire area of the clitoris. Because the clitoris, take your finger, this is going to give you a little anatomy lesson here. Take your thumb, uh, put your hands facing away from you, whichever one you want, so the palm's down. Look at your index and your middle finger, okay? Split them apart. Now take your thumb from your other finger and put it back at the beginning, sort of like, I guess, where a penis would be, but where the clitoris would be. That is the size of a clitoris. So it's not just that little area like the end of your nail, it is so much bigger, and it runs down either side underneath the labia and then into the fatty tissue on either side of the entry into the vagina. So that's why when you have something that is larger over that entire area, for many people it is highly pleasurable. So, yes, this thing does look like, and, you know, you can think it looks like sitting on a traffic cone, but not necessarily. So this is called the cone vibrator. The next one we have is called the handy. And it is, again, a masturbatory toy that he can use that's got a vibrator in it. Uh, you can change the vibration. And literally, it, this has to be something that was manufactured in Asia because I have seen more hilarious masturbatory toys come out of China and places where they're you know, sexually may be repressed, but they come up with some stuff that's like, you are kidding me. And they also come up with things where they will use a masturbatory sleeve and then they throw it away. It's disposable. They will not reuse it again. So I'm, this one is called the Handy. And what it does is it has vibration on it. You can change the, you know, change the grip on it, change where the vibration is because the vibration in the pinky is a strong bullet vibe. But... Um, 
again, I don't know anyone yet who has used it, and, you know, perhaps it might be something that would be um, an idea to, for women to try, but it's supposedly marketed to men. Now we have Lalo's Inez Gold, and Inez is a style of vibe by Lalo. Lalo's one of the better high-end lines of toys, of adult toys, and this one is in 24-karat gold, so it retails for 15000 And so that's its appeal. Uh, Jimmy Jane, when Jimmy Jane first came out, it also had gold and silver and diamond inset into the vibrator. And actually, the gentleman who uh, created Jimmy Jane along with his partner, how he got the idea of what to do is he was at a dinner party in San Francisco, and his name is Ethan Embodum. And Ethan said at the dinner party, so if you were to get a vibrator, what would you want? He was blown away by how people were. I would want this, and then I would want this, and then I would want this, and I want this. And so he was like, wow, and because he was an industrial designer. And his comment to me was, if I design one more toothbrush, I'm going to shoot myself. And so he went into this, developed a very successful company, and it's also when Crave, the company, uh, is a company, and they have a really terrific design called The Duet. And the woman who is the designer and founded the company, again, for her, it's the same thing. She wanted to have something that had, you know, the, the qualities of a vibe she wanted, very discreet. And like most of the vibes now, a lot of them are USB power port powered. So if you recharge them, you just recharge them uh, with your uh, computer, however, you know, wherever, wherever the USB port is. This, I have to say, this next thing has to be something that comes from a company by the name of Pipe Dream because they have some of the kitschiest, raunchy, just ugh, toys. And this is called Football Fantasy. And what it is is it's a football where you take the top off and it's either a stroker or it's an anus. So one end is the vulva and the other end is um, an anus. And it's like, oh, my goodness me. So as they wrote here, so he can go from tossing it to tossing it? I, I, again, there's a toy for everybody. Thankfully, we don't all like the same thing. One of the things I found interesting is that she, this is a line called I Rub My Ducky, and they are some of the cutest darn things you've ever seen. They've got two different lines. Of, they've got a whole range of lines of them, the Pirates. They have Christmas balls. I have Christmas ornaments that have the little vibrating ducky inside of them. So you can hang a vibrator on your tree and ta-da, no one even knows. They are so damn cute. But what they've, they've got vibration in both the beak and in the tail. And they are, you can put them in your bathtub. There's a big one. There's a smaller one. But this is a, a design that I think the, the gentleman, he calls himself a tribologist. That and he just um, why am I drawing a blank? Levine, Tony Levine, and Tony is great. These are his ideas. They're awesome. So if you see, I rub my ducky. Believe me, they do work. And now we have another product. It's called the Pink Diamond Double Magic Ball Dildo. Now the idea behind this is that there is a soft dildo plus an anal um, uh, extension. So you can experience double penetration. Now, 
it is something that you, you know those gym balls that you jumped on when you were little kids? This is the idea behind it. But what it actually does is when you are using the strength of your legs to go up and down, you are literally contracting the entire pelvic girdle and the PC muscle. So this is something that if you know this is penetration that you like, this is um, it's a product that for people who enjoy it, they absolutely enjoy it. There's no question it looks a little odd. It kind of looks like a little Martian. It looks like your, you know, the kid's toy went a bit Martian. But, you know, that's okay, too. Then we have the Fleshlight Alien Male Masturbator. So it's got the, you know, the alien sort of skin texture on the inside of it. Now, the other thing you have to know is that there's also some people who wish to be impregnated as a fantasy by an alien. So they've got an egg depositing, literally like an ova posterior, that will literally um, so inseminate you with an alien egg. You know, thank goodness we don't all like the same things, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm happy with the, you know, the ideas that I see. But I will tell you that there are times when it all depends on what someone wants to try, right? And fortunately, coming up to the holiday season, you can either give someone a gift certificate or go online with them. And sometimes the funniest thing to do is, like, talk about, oh, my God, what would you do with that? But that's the real thing about just about everything with sexuality. So I trust you enjoyed the show. I trust you had some sexy ideas. And, you know, be careful about hookups when you go home for the holidays and that office party. And next week I'm going to be talking about sexuality and nutrition because that's the thing, because you're going to be eating this holiday, and I want you to get the good stuff so you can have the best bodies and the best sex life going. Enjoy yourself. Have a good rest of the day, and we will talk next week. Bye for now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 